Welcome back to Crossing the Jordan, everybody. I pray that you are all doing great. Today, we're going to be talking about the sacrament of anointing of the sick. So this is a sacrament of healing, right? Anointing of the sick. So anointing of the sick is uh, just really quick, really brief on what it is. A priest will anoint somebody with oil and say prayers for healing. Uh, Typically, a lot of people think it's for a person that is going to be meeting Jesus soon on the other side of this of the veil. So a lot of times that they go and anoint people that are in their last moments before eternity, like they're dying. But this uh, uh, this sacrament can also be used for anybody that's go- that has like chronic pain or affliction um, or anybody that's even going into a, like a surgery or anything like that, just because uh, it's always a, a grace to our soul. So where's this at in scripture? Let's jump right most explicitly in Mark chapter 6. So this is when Jesus sends the 12 apostles out on mission, starting in verse 7. And then when you get to uh, verse 12, it says, So they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. So there we see, uh, we see all the time in the, in the scriptures that Jesus even uses Um, physical things in order to heal somebody, right? So he's God. He could have done it any other way, but he actually uses uh, things around them. They become sacramentals. And here we even see him telling the apostles what to do. And they're using oil right from the get of right from the get go of their ministry of using oil to anoint people so that God's grace would uh, um, work through that sacrament and bring healing to people. So we see that in Mark chapter six. And most explicitly, we see it in uh, James chapter 5. So this is James chapter 5, starting in verse 13. It says this, Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church, and that by that that, that Greek word for elders is actually presbyteros, which presbyter is actually where we get the word priest. So these are ordained ministers. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, And the prayer of faith will save the sick man, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. So this is the anointing of the sick, right? Clearly, somebody's sick. They tell, call on the priest of the of the church, and to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And uh, the if the we're hoping that this person is healed physically, but we know that every single time their soul is healed. Right? It says it right there that. Any sins that the person has committed, the Lord will forgive them, right? So he's, they're always forgiven in this sacrament. And therefore, just like any other sacrament, it's, a always, it's always an encounter with God's grace. It is always an infusion of grace into the soul, whether we physically feel it or not. And that's exactly what the early church thought and right from the get-go, right? So we just saw that in uh, James chapter 5. Going back to the Gospels really quick, back to the Gospel of John. Remember, it's the Gospel of signs. So these miracles are actually signs, the book of signs. They point beyond themselves to an actual sacrament. So in John chapter 4, starting in verse 46, this is when the, uh, an, a, Roman, a, a Roman official comes to find Jesus because his son is dying. And he tries to find Jesus and he says, my son, my son is dying. And Jesus says, go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went his way. And that same time, the, the officials, servants came to him and told him that his son was living. And it says, from that hour, Jesus had, had said to him, your son will live. He himself believed in all his household. So 
And this is the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. So this is a second sign in the Gospel of John talking about the sacrament of anointing of the sick as somebody was dying and was healed. And there's something even deeper going on, right? That there's actual spiritual healing too. Himself, uh, the Roman uh, official, he believed. His entire household believed in Jesus. And this is a, uh, it's always a grace to the soul to receive it. So this is actually two quotes I want to uh, share from the Catechism. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, starting in uh, paragraph 1532, it says this, The special grace of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick has as its effect, one, the uniting of the sick person to the passion of Christ for his own good and that the that of the whole of church, the strengthening peace and courage to endure in a Christian manner the sufferings or, or of illness or old age, the forgiveness of sins if the sick person was not able to obtain it through the sacrament of penance, the restoration of health if it is conducive to the salvation of his soul, the preparation for passing over to eternal life. So you see all those dimensions there. And then in uh, paragraph 15, 14, it also hits on the point of if, if you have to be dying in order to receive the sacrament. And the answer is no. It says this, The anointing of the sick is not a sacrament for those only who are at the point of death. Hence, as soon as any one of the faithful begins to be in danger of death from sickness or old age, the fitting time for him to receive the sacrament has certainly already arrived. So it's saying that definitely when they're at the point of death, get the anointing of the sick, but it is not restricted to that. Is for anybody that's going into even outpatient surgery, anything uh, that is dealing with um, any affliction or, or ailment, they can receive this anointing. So people that are afraid of getting the sacrament of anointing because it, it seems like it's saying goodbye, don't believe that. Get the sacrament of anointing of the sick because it is awesome and powerful. A good priest buddy of mine, he's seen uh, miracles happen through this. One of the first miracles he's ever seen is in the anointing of the sick. He anointed a woman who was like 79 or 80 years old and she had an inoperable stage four tumor in her abdomen area. And he anointed her and a few days later, the tumor was completely gone. She was completely healed. He's also seen people with uh, extreme chronic pain that completely laughed after the, after the anointing of the sick. So the physical healing is real of the sacrament of anointing, yes, but it's always, 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 always a healing of the soul. And that's exactly what a sacrament is supposed to do, right? It is uh, God's institution of an outward sign communicating an inward reality and grace that is instituted by Christ. And it's always true. It's always going to happen because Jesus has uh, has um, promised that. So, uh, and then uh, the church fathers. I always love talking about the church fathers. I'm not going to explicitly uh, share quotes, but I'm going to leave a link to the church fathers on what they had to say with, of the anointing of the sick because as everything, it's scripture and tradition, and uh, we see tradition highlighting scripture, and we see scripture uh, being lived out in the Catholic faith that was right there in the very first century. And so it's a beautiful way to, to see what the apostles themselves did um, after Jesus deposited the faith to the apostles and people uh, lived out the Catholic Christian faith right from the beginning. So I hope this was fruitful for you. I can't wait to talk about confession in the next uh, in the next episode. It might be a whole series because 
The sacrament of confession is awesome. It's the place of victory. Amen. So I'm praying for you all and I'll talk to you soon. God bless.